From WSIU News, I'm Jeff Williams. Good morning. It is Friday, November 10th. A uh, partly cloudy start to the day for many of us across the region, but we'll continue to see a gradual clearing throughout the day. More sunshine this afternoon. Look for a high near 62. Illinois lawmakers have approved a measure lifting the state's moratorium on new nuclear facilities. Alex Degman has the latest. The measure allows for the construction of small modular nuclear reactors, which produce no more than 300 megawatts of electricity. Governor J.B. Pritzker vetoed a similar measure earlier this year that would have allowed construction of bigger, advanced nuclear reactors. Democratic State Representative Anna Muller of Elgin voted against that one, but like the governor, supports this one. We are going to need um, energy options for the future, and I think nuclear has to be uh, one of those options on the table. The measure was introduced as the state tries to rely less on fossil fuels, such as coal and natural gas. It now heads to the governor for his signature. I'm Alex Degman. The Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulations licensing system will be getting an overhaul thanks to a new bill approved in the House yesterday. In Illinois, more than one million workers need a license or registration for their profession, like dentists, cosmetologists, social workers, and clinical psychologists. That's roughly one out of six workers, according to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. State Representative Dave Severins of Benton voted in favor of the measure. People were calling our office uh, that are applying for uh, a nurse's position or a doctor trying to come to the state, or they were needing to renew their license, and they literally had mailed their license renewal into the state. Not only a few weeks, a few months, we found people at six, eight months, they had sent in their applications for renewal and nothing going on, and so they were going to lose their jobs. Groups like the Illinois State Dental Society say the licensing delays are affecting their service to customers. The legislation will expedite the process to get new software to speed up the licensing process for all industries across the state. Just in time for Veterans Day, Illinois Joining Forces is launching an effort to connect veterans with services they may need. The efforts called Operation Connect a Vet asks that people contact Illinois Joining Forces through the end of the year to request a wellness check for a veteran service member or a member of their family. The wellness check will be done by veterans who help fellow vets for a living. Veterans conducting the wellness checks can guide veterans and their families to find help with finances, housing, food, employment, health care, and other needs. Illinois Joining Forces is a statewide public-private network of military and veterans that launched in 2012. A Pinckneyville Correctional Center acting lieutenant appeared in federal court this week to admit he failed to intervene while his subordinates beat a restrained inmate. The U.S. Attorney for the Southern Illinois District reports that 52-year-old Mark Maxwell of Pinckneyville faces up to 10 years in federal prison after pleading guilty to one count of deprivation of civil rights under color of law. He was charged for standing by in April of 2022 while two other correctional officers punched and kicked an inmate who was handcuffed and shackled in leg irons. The victim suffered a fractured orbital socket, a partially collapsed lung, and needed 25 stitches to close lacerations to his face. Under federal law, officers have a duty to intervene if a fellow officer uses excessive force. Maxwell's sentencing is scheduled for February 21st. As previously reported, 35-year-old Cord Williams of Virgins and 25-year-old Christian Piles of Christopher were also charged in the same indictment as Maxwell and have each pleaded guilty. AFSCME is objecting to Jefferson County Sheriff Jeff Bullard's recent hire of what the union calls a hand-picked candidate in a county job without first posting the position as required by the county's union contract. 
The union pursued the established grievance process to remedy the situation, but it said the county board is now forcing the matter to go to arbitration and has hired an out-of-state attorney to fight the union. AFSCME Local 3624 or 3664 represents 80 Jefferson County employees, including clerical, highway, and animal control workers. Well, if you're planning your Saluki sports schedule for this weekend, the SIU men's basketball team is in action today. The Salukis host Queens College tonight at Banterra Center. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. The SIU women's Salukis host Cornell University tomorrow afternoon. Tip-off is at 2 p.m. at Banterra. And the football Salukis travel to Fargo to take on North Dakota State tomorrow. Kickoff is set for 2.30. You can watch that game on ESPN+. The Salukis, they're looking to get back into the win column after last week's loss at home to South Dakota. Weather-wise today, look for kind of a mix of sun and clouds this morning, then uh, more sunshine than clouds this afternoon. We're going to see a high around 62. Winds will be light now in the northwest. That should give way to mostly clear and cold conditions tonight. Look for an overnight low of 34. Then tomorrow on your Veterans Day, mostly sunny with a high near 57. And if you like tomorrow's weather, going to continue through uh, Sunday and probably looks like now into Monday as well. I'm Jeff Williams, WSIU News.